0: Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Tuesday, December 14th edition of Locked On Panthers part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the Daily Podcast, where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Armando Velez from PantherParkway.com, and you can follow me on Twitter, at MondoMan12. You can follow the show account on Twitter, at L-O underscore F-L-A Panthers. And thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. You can also follow the national show, Locked On NHL, And the Cross Check NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark will be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. So, Cats fans, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, I'm still very wowed on what kind of game that we saw on Sunday night between the Florida Panthers and the Colorado Avalanche, where. Of course, the the Cats, they came up a little short um, on Sunday against the betting favorites to win the Stanley Cup. And this kind of got me a little curious about where both teams stand right now. Um, And decided to look a little bit on both matchups between these two teams. And I know they still have many games to go over Over 40-plus, we're not even through the halfway point of the season. And the only way these two teams meet is in the Stanley Cup final. But, I, of course, I wanted to go over more of the betting odds of both the Colorado Avalanche and the Florida Panthers. And Colorado Avalanche right now are at plus 575 to win the Stanley Cup. The Florida Panthers are third in the NHL right now at plus 900 um, to win the whole thing. And the 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 one team in between them is the Tampa Bay Lightning at plus uh eight hundred. And I I decided to take a look a little bit at where both teams were then, uh, on October twenty first, uh versus now. Um this you talk about how the very first matchup the Florida Panthers didn't allow a single shot on goal by Nathan McKinnon in the first matchup and the the, how Andre Burkowski gets a hat trick for the first time in his NHL career in the previous matchup. um, He gets three shots on goals, but nothing in between them. And the Colorado Avalanche were starting a goaltender. Because uh, Darcy Kemper was playing on the second end of a back-to-back against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So in the first matchup, the Avs went with their backup goaltender against the Florida Panthers and Jonas Johansson, who they traded from the Buffalo Sabres, who the Avs no longer have on their team because he was placed on waivers on Sunday. So he's no longer on the NHL roster. I'm recording this before uh, we announce there is an announcement on whether Johansson clears waivers for the Avs or not. So no, no news on that sense on the other side of things and the Cats Sergei Bobrovsky still hadn't lost a regular regulation game and to think that Bobrovsky's now at this point in this season is ranked number excuse me has only two regulation losses all year, one of them being against the Washington Capitals on the road where there was that interchanging of goalies based on the officials calling them off, equipment issue, you name it. And of course uh yesterday's um excuse me, two days ago when when you're listening to uh this recording against Colorado in a game that was fairly close most of this game um and it's amazing how much once again he's bounced back from the first two seasons and we didn't get an opportunity to really break down Friday's game against the Arizona Coyotes but Bobrowski was great in that one too and though it was not the most entertaining game you go from it's crazy the Florida Panthers went from a road game against maybe one of the worst teams in this generation uh, of hockey to one of the teams who have consistently have been knocking on the door to win the stay in the cup but d- just haven't gone past the second round in the Colorado avalanche the Florida Panthers are similar in a way where they're trying to get past the first round and of course these two teams are consistently tied with the 96 final the first and second overall pick between Barkov and McKinnon Um, and then of course back-to-back picks as well in 2011 with Gabriel Landeskog and Jonathan Huberdeau so these teams are continuously connected in different ways and let's not forget that these two teams were also expansion teams um as well because the Colorado Avalanche moved from Quebec City in in color to Colorado in 95 and then they won the cup the very next year the Florida Panthers made it in to the Stanley Cup final in just their third year of existence so it's crazy to think that these two teams are just so connected to one another and that the talent level is is there for this both of these teams despite the most recent matchup of these two teams of them being a little banged up but if the Florida Panthers and the Colorado Avalanche happen to meet again in the Stanley Cup final this will be a matchup that a lot of hockey fans should definitely embrace, and I was just thinking about it really all morning about how great of a quality product that we got to see on both ends. And of course, I'm a fan of one uh, team, the, the, the Panthers, but if you're just an overall hockey fan, just that's the type of game you want to see. Especially after the buzzer, something that Alex and I did not talk about actually yesterday was like after the the final buzzer of um, Mackenzie Weegar and I believe it was uh, um, Miko Rantanen going after each other as well. So that the after the buzzer kind of things too, and the, it was just an overall fun experience. And I hope to once again. See both of these teams if they do meet because they're just so evenly matched between the two. Uh, you see why Darcy Kemper was traded uh, from the Arizona Coyotes and they gave up a first round pick for goalie. So that's a gamble that the Colorado Avalanche are betting on to as them as Kemper being the goalie to take them all the way to the final. Philip Grubauer was a Vesna Trophy finalist last year, and then he's on a completely different team, so three out of the four, excuse me, two out of the three finalists are on different teams, with Marc-Andre Fleury now being in Chicago, who might be dealt at the deadline um, if the Chicago Blackhawks can't get towards a playoff spot when the trade deadline happens on March 28th, and Philip Grubauer Um, now with the Seattle Kraken because, of course, the the Avs needed to pay Gabriel Landeskog, who was a free agent. And, of course, you choose your captain over a goalie who hasn't been there um, that long. And for sure that the Colorado Avalanche, they, they have that system there where they're playing to so that their goalie doesn't have to bail them out of games, but Darcy Kemper has definitely been um, a great backstop for this Colorado Avalanche uh, defense. And hopefully, we could see many of these battles between the Avs and the Panthers come June. In the next segment, with the Olympics getting closer and closer, are, is the NHL one step closer to officially? Pulling out of the Olympics, we talk about that next here on Locked On Panthers. The holidays are around the corner, and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send family and friends an unforgettable gift, guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package for $99.99. You'll get 24 entrees, like the world-famous bacon wrapped flaming Young chicken breasts, sides, and desserts, and so much more. When you use code NHL, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steak Burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and you'll get eight free burgers when entering the code NHL. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. OmahaSteaks.com. Keyword NHL. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Get three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line and a free 5G phone when you switch, so you can get all the latest episodes. All on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers slash coverage not available everywhere or for all phones slash network. See boostmobile.com for details. Welcome back to the second segment of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast on this Tuesday, December fourteenth, twenty twenty-one. So a lot of Stuff has happened between the NHL and the league in the last week. Something I haven't talked about is that the owners' meeting has happened just last week, uh, here, right here in our backyard in Florida. And they talked a little bit about salary cap rising, and it looks to be as the salary cap is only going to rise a million dollars, uh, next year to 82.5 and that a jump in the salary cap isn't going expected until the 2024 off season so it'll be at least two more off seasons of a flat-ish cap we thought we were going to stay at 80 85- 81.5 million but we're at least going to get 82.5 uh for next year so hey that means an extra player on their ELC that could uh make their way up to the NHL ranks so if anything, this benefits more of the teams that are not in contention more than the teams who are in contention uh come next year and you could see possibly some teams uh making a big jump um even though it's only one million, you could see possibly some some team making that diff making that one million uh worthwhile because you get their players on their ELCs um, versus teams who are have to find different ways of shedding salary, making trades, uh, giving up draft picks, uh, or signing to shorter-term deals so that they're not super cap-strapped. Uh, you could see some of the, the teams make a big jump to possibly a team that finished in the top five in the draft possibly make the playoffs in just one year just by that it could have that much of an impact uh based on that and another thing is that there are now three teams in the NHL that have postponed games due to COVID and we had a lot of those last year that was our new reality based on what had transpired over the last year and a half year almost at that point when the season started in January because it was 10 months exactly once the pandemic hit the U.S. or at least had we known it hit the U.S. and there was no vaccine distribution at that time there's many cancellations and postponements I mean and every team got to play their 56 games at that time the scheduling only really affected the, within the division, but this is a completely different story that everybody is affected uh, by it, and that you have to do a lot of uh, shifting in the schedule. So mostly the teams that, that have been affected mostly by schedule changes are the New York Islanders, Ottawa Senators, we'll, which we'll talk about more in the third segment, and now the Calgary Flames. So their next the Calgary Flames right now are the latest uh team to have postponements uh based on COVID-19. And what does this mean for the Olympics um in Beijing when the NHL as of right now decides to take the NHL to the Olympics. And they have they still have a little bit of time whether or not to back out, but Who are are we, if the NHL as a league decides to go? Who are we to tell players whether they should or shouldn't go? Because it's easy for someone like me to say, Oh, don't go. I don't want you to catch COVID and have you stay three weeks in a hotel quarantine and you can't help my team win and come back here. Who am I to tell a player that? Because this is their dream. This is what a lot of them have dreamed of doing, and a lot of them failed to have that opportunity back in 2018 when the NHL decided not to go to the Olympics. But at the same time, it is scary to think that if you are to test positive, to be trapped in a room, and and to be lonely, isolated, not surrounded by anyone until you're good enough to... Go out into the open again in an unfamiliar type of territory out there where you're where Robin Leonard, goalie of the Vegas Golden Knights, spoke out about the Olympics. And he's he already said that he's not going because uh, he said that his mental health is more important. And just that even if he doesn't test positive, that he would probably be afraid of testing positive and what might happen. And I gotta, I can't give Robin Leonard any crap for that. I really can't. And I, nobody should because you never, the, everyone responds differently to how they are in isolation, solitude, and, some people thrive in it. Some people, it kills them on the inside. And there's not a one size fits all when it comes to the loneliness part of it. Of course, w- with players being vaccinated, as far as the overall health side of things, on whether a player will be even more sick after the fact, or long-lasting effects, it's less likely um, if they, they are to get the shot. But still, to go to an unfamiliar place, quarantine in an unfamiliar place, and possibly having just food delivered at your doorstep, you open the door, mask on at all times, and you just sit there, And as far as being entertained or lack thereof entertainment about what you bring with you, do you play, do you bring like your gaming systems out there? If you have to quarantine for that long, as far as practicing your craft as well, do you bring all that stuff? Do you have to improvise in your hotel room of how you practice as well your stick skills and everything and that is another thing that if you take a three-week break from any type of practice that could also affect when you do eventually go back to your team so that's another thing to consider based on if that happens if a player happens to test positive uh for COVID-19 while there and we saw a little bit of what it was when the summer olympics in tokyo happened which was a year after originally scheduled because it was t- supposed to be in summer of 2020 but they put it towards uh 2021 and the the Olymp- olympians were testing positive like it's nothing on with for multiple countries and for that to happen again um i i don't i i don't know if i don't know i don't know if it's a good idea to go but who are we to say who are we to tell a player whether or not they should or not the nhl has made it clear that they do not want to go and the weird thing is that they're they're very worried about More or more concerned about the All Star Game in Vegas than the Olympics because, of course, it's not a surprise. The All Star Game benefits the league more because it's a league-driven event more than uh, an Olympic event. And I IHF uh, coordinated uh, event along with the International Olympic Committee, so it's directly with the NHL for the All-Star Game. And of actually, actually the Florida Panthers um, have a few uh, captains that you could vote for for the Atlantic Division. Um, you could check that out um, on their website on who to vote for um, for the Atlantic Division that, will, that the All-Star Game will happen in the first weekend of uh, February in Las Vegas. But even the NHL, right before the Olympic break, they're having the all-star game right away right before it and the NHL is telling players that they can't really do much while in Vegas in of all places in Vegas you can't really go out and um part party like that they want to do and uh, of course but I also understand that we're still in a pandemic and then they have to travel um overseas as well so I kind of get that notion as well but man, it doesn't make for a good time for these players who have who are kind of awarded for the season that they've had. And it, it just it it, it it must be honestly, I, I, I do empathize with the players too, because it must be hard having to having to do all the all this traveling while a pandemic is going on and having to put your bodies on the line for 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 entertainment purposes. So I I feel for the players more um if anything, but at the at the same time we have no right to tell them whether or not they should or should not go if they decide that they want to. We have to I I as a fan and as a podcaster will respect whatever decision they make. And if we happen to see the likes of an Alexander Barkov for Team Finland or Huberto and Ekblad for Team uh, Canada, then we, I, I will, I'll support them 100%. And if something happens, the, then at that time we'll definitely uh, talk about it. And I hope that we avoid that conversation of what it means for them and what it means for the Florida Panthers. But that's the real concern that the NHL has in general. They do have a backup plan uh, on the schedule on what their schedule would look like in that three-week gap, but it does kind of affect people who travel, just fans, because I've been to sporting events before where I've scheduled a game months in advance, and... If I I don't have one currently where I'm purchasing tickets to a game, an NHL game, uh, later into the season that will have to be changed. But what if there's a fan out there who wants to travel to a road game and then all of a sudden they have to... Well, I mean, the NHL will honor that ticket for that different day, but to call your airline and to say, hey... I won't be going to this city on this day anymore. I have to reschedule for this one because the NHL reschedules that and it's just a big mess that the NHL um will have to deal with if they decide to back out of the Olympics and continue their season. And it'll be a bummer for me as well um to not cover the Olympics and talk about um said Florida Panther players on their respective teams, but um of course there are the concerns out there, and, and it's just something that we can't deny or ignore that it is out there. That's really, the, really what it comes down to. In the next segment, we're going to preview Tuesday night's matchup where the Florida Panthers will return home after their three-game road trips as they welcome the Ottawa Senators to FLA Lab Arena. So keep it right here on Locked On, Panthers. Your first listen of the day. BetOnline has you covered all season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Third and final segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, where I, this part of the recording is after the 2 p.m. Uh, time of day, where all the waiver claims or players placed on waivers are announced and what are the chances that before I record the before uh, players are claimed on waivers that when I mentioned Jonas Johansson of the Colorado Avalanche who was placed on there and the Florida Panthers are that team who claims him off waivers so Jonas Johansson, 26 years old, uh, appeared in nine games this season, uh, 30 in his career with both the Colorado Avalanche and the Buffalo Sabres, 893 uh, save percentage, 3.09 goals against average, um, 42 AHL games in his career with the Colorado Eagles and the Rochester Americans with a 9.05 uh, save percentage and uh, 2.70 GAA and 54 ECHL games from the 2018-2019 season um uh third o uh third round pick from the Buffalo Sabres back in 2014 and he is a silver medalist from the 2014 World Junior Championship from from for Team Sweden back in the day. So he does have a little bit of experience here um as he is trying to keep a consistent job at the NHL level. So right now the Florida Panthers carry three goalies on their roster, which means they placed somebody either on waivers or, um, or sent down to the AHL. But that transaction happened to be Alexander Barkov. He's been placed on IR once again, and it's retroactive to last Tuesday when Alexander Barkov went out of the game against St. Louis. He practiced after and wasn't active. What didn't play on. Friday against Arizona, nor Sunday against Colorado. So he does have a chance to return on Thursday when the Florida Panthers do take on the LA Kings at home at FLA Live Arena. So could be something short-term for uh, Alexander Barkov and the Florida Panthers being placed on IR. So just for the roster spot reasons. So don't really understand why they made the move for Eunice Johansson don't don't understand why nor to carry three goalies on the team but hey um I'm not the coach nor the GM but uh we'll probably talk a little bit about that more this week if anything uh transpires but with us being about the 30 minute mark of the the show um I believe we could save that for another time and more of preview of tonight's game against the Ottawa Senators so the senators they come in tonight with a record of eight 16 and one coming into tonight's game against the florida panthers like i mentioned in the second segment they're one of the three teams this year who have really been hit by the covid bug uh this this year so it's been a little bit of a tough stretch going for them as of late um we did have a season preview with Ross Levitan of Lockdown Senators a few weeks ago. If you guys want to go back to that and listen to it, you guys can talk about what's to come this season. At that time, Brady Kachuk have, hasn't signed, hadn't signed an extension yet for the Ottawa Senators. And he ended up signing an eight-year deal uh, with the Sens, not only signing an eight-year deal with Ottawa but he was also given the captain um, for the the Senators. So 22 years old, youngest captain in the NHL, making $8.3 million, a former fourth overall pick from the 2018 draft. And the Senators have been through a, quite a lot uh, ever since uh, they made it to Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Final back in 2017. They had a trade for Matt Duchesne from the Colorado Avalanche that turned very disastrous, which uh, they ended up with the fourth overall pick in 2018, which ended up being Brady Kachuk, like I said. But but that was an option to keep their pick or give it to Colorado, so they decided to keep that pick. The the very next year, the Ottawa Senators are awful again. It ends up being number fourth overall again for a second straight year in a row where the Colorado Avalanche took Bo Byram. And I don't know if you guys know this story about Bo Byram, but there was a time where he didn't even play on Sunday um, for the Colorado Avalanche against the Florida Panthers. But there was a time where he was thinking with all the head injuries that he endured that he thought about quitting the game of hockey. And right now it doesn't look like that. He, it looks like that he's sticking it out despite all the injuries that he's gone through. And I hope that for him that he finds his peace no matter where he goes. But back to Ottawa, they have that trade for Eric Carlson to the San Jose Sharks, and that they, it ends up being the number three overall pick in the 2020 draft, which ended up being Timmy Stutzla, um, who's been incredible for the Ottawa Senators, still developing peace for them. Um, and they had uh, Drake Sanderson in the top five as well, who still hasn't signed his ELC yet, so he's not playing with the, uh senators as well they have a they got a great player at the very beginning of the second round in Shane pinto as well who is a big uh part of their team uh anton forsberg i mentioned him yesterday with uh alex baumgartner of the fifth line 5r show uh he got his first career shutout just the other day against the tampa bay lightning for nothing um was the final score and brady kachuk also got his uh first uh first uh NHL hat trick. Um by the way, I mentioned Shane Pinto um just a few seconds ago. He's on injured reserve for the for the Senators. So, he there's multiple uh players who um the Senators are missing with, along with Colin White, Josh Brown, and Eric Branchstrom. So, that there are they're missing quite a few pieces as well. And it's been a it's been a season that for Ottawa that has gone not what they personally have expected because Pierre Dorian if you remember he came out at the beginning of the season saying that the rebuild is over that it's time to start competing for the playoffs now and everybody on the outside didn't believe Pierre Dorian I, I was one of those people who didn't believe Pierre Dorian that it, it was more of a sea to believe because Ottawa has just been that franchise has has been just really inconsistent the last um, few years. And it was just more of a see-to-believe uh type of deal. They're uh second to last in the Atlantic division, but this, like I said, they're nothing to sleep on because half of their wins I- this season have come in the last two weeks for the Sens. So they're they're actually on a pretty decent run as of right now despite being Eight, 16, and one, and second to last in the division. Some of those wins have come against Carolina, a Stanley Cup contender, Colorado, a Stanley Cup contender, Tampa Bay, a Stanley Cup contender. The other one was against New Jersey, but hey, uh, a win's a win, and you, um, that one was in a shootout. So that they they've gotten wins in in different spots. They so this is not a game that. You sleep on if you're the Florida Panthers, and I think that the, of course, the Florida Panthers aren't going to have Barkoff in the lineup. Don't know if they go 11F7D again, but we're hoping that once the, we, the Florida Panthers will actually have a morning skate on at 10:30 um today um at FLA Live Arena right before. A puck drop at 7 p.m. and we'll know more about whether Duclair is playing, whether he is in, uh, the morning skate, and who will start in goal for the Cats, as as well. So Duke being back will definitely change the the pace of the the game, and that he is someone that, uh, we I haven't really talked too much about it, but he is definitely someone that has been really missed on the on that top line, bringing the speed, uh, for this Florida Panthers team, and I hope that him coming back can really change a little bit of the pace for this team and just get back their their winning ways at home because, like I said with Alex, they've only won 14 out of 15 at, at home this year, and after continuing to be 500 on the road uh, this year, just get some more confidence uh, in a place that you're comfortable in, and, and then those road wins will come because uh, later on this week, on Saturday, they will be facing off against the minnesota wild who, team who is really hot right now um so they have two teams who are one team who is rebuilding really the whole from the ground up right now and the, another team who was rebuilding and is just trying to take that next step in the la kings who have one of the best uh, farm systems in all of the nhl and one of the best uh prospect uh in the in the NHL in Quentin byfield And we'll talk more about the Kings uh, after the Sens game. But, hey, take care of business at home. We'll be back here on Wednesday to recap uh, Tuesday night's game against the Ottawa Senators. So if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time. The Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast Jump. Into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL and the CrossCrack NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. who will be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you once again for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Bets, your one-stop shop for all things betting. Locked on Bet, hosted by Boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. though so subscribe to a Locked On podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Tom so I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're your team. Every day.